Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history. All week, we are just a buzz. I told you, it's not going anywhere. With bees. There's a new game just launched on Kickstarter called Hivernation. H-I-V-E-R Nation. And it looks cool. It looks like a lot of fun. I backed it. Um, for clarity, again, I've said it every day. Hivernation, the people... Over there, haven't sponsored anything this week. Uh, they've, I just really like their product. You know, Ramstar Games makes this looks really neat. Uh, two to four players, little tile game, kind of mixes like risk and chess type stuff, but with bees. So I'm I'm excited about. It, so I wanted to talk and celebrate about all week, and plus bees. Who doesn't love talking about bees? And I've had a lot of fun. Well, today we're going to look at a little bit of the history between, not, not about bees, I'm not going to get into the branching uh, genetics and all that kind of stuff. I'm just, we're going to talk about their interactions with humans. And bees have been a very important part of human history, really as far back as there's been history. We, we have proof that more than 10,000 years ago, People were collecting honey from bees. There's like cave drawings and stuff that, that show it. And then 9,000 years ago, they found like pottery uh, that, that had depictions of bees and being around bees and everything. The Egyptians kept bees uh, as long as 4,500 years ago. And they found jars with honey and like King Tut's tomb and, and things like that. Um, so we know that it's always been there. I mean, there's hieroglyph stories in Egypt that show the hives and the smoke and and everything so that's that's pretty cool and then um, really at about 7,000 BC is when we start seeing you know the different boxes and not domestication but the domestic use of bees and everything and I don't know the, the since the dawn of time there have been bees and even like in israel there's stuff that the the oldest beekeeping proof like actual what what we know is beekeeping not just you know going out there and doing stuff goes to about 900 bc in the jordan valley and it was huge it could hold more than a million bees which is is crazy uh that there was, you know, the all of this back then. But, you know, honey's honey, and people love it. Uh, across the Mediterranean, up in Greece, they had kind of the same thing. They have hives and smoking pots and stuff to, to kind of show what they did. Uh, and beekeeping was so revered there that it's only recently, in the grand scheme of things recently, that... We realized oh, some of these uh, artist depictions, you know, something didn't have words, but just pictures and stuff that for the longest time people thought they were, you know, priests or religious symbols or stuff. They were beekeepers. 
Like that's how highly the Greeks thought of beekeepers. Aristotle went into great detail about how bees live, how to take care of them and everything like that. Um, over in Rome, Virgil talked about them. So, you know, they, they've been there. And then down the road in China, the going back to the spring and autumn periods, which was like 770 BC, um, they, there's books on the art of beekeeping. And they go, they talk about depending on the type of wood you use and how secure your box is, that's going to affect what kind of honey you have. I, it just blows my mind. You know, it's, there's not a lot of things that you see universally around the world. You know, one of the other things is pyramids where you have like pyramids in ancient Egypt and then you go across the ocean to South America, like with the Mayans and they have it. And Mayans had bees. Mayans did manage to domesticate a type of bee, a stingless bee. Think about that, a stingless bee. What's the only thing better than a stingless bee? Well, they use this stingless bee to make booze. So, I mean, a stingless bee that makes booze, that's that's awesome and, and crazy and just, yeah. Uh, bees were incredibly important to ancient cultures and ancient societies. I mean, you saw it in their theology and mythology and stuff. Um, in, in India, the bee... You know, is kind of believed that it, what takes from the natural, from life to the afterlife. Um, in Mycenaean cultures, you had the pure mother bee, and who was in charge of a lot of things. If you worshipped Artemis or Demeter, you were called bees. You know, so everywhere, Delphic priests were bees. I mean, there's bees everywhere, uh, and in all their notes and stories and everything. Uh, Homer talks about Apollo's gift of prophecy came from bee maidens. Uh, you know, the, there's bee goddesses in Rhodes and in the sand people of the Kalahari Desert. Their creation story is about a bee that carried a mantis across the river and the bee was exhausted and planted a seed in the mantis's body and died. And that seed became the first human. So, according to the sand people, you know, we there wouldn't even be humans without bees. Um, in Uganda, they have Kintu, who Kintu had a cow and a daughter, and he wanted the being uh, Gulu, who lived in heaven, like, hey, marry my daughter. And they had to do all these tests, and to pass the final test, the daughter Nambi had to turn into a bee. So just, just crazy things. Um, Aristeus, back in Greek mythology, is the god of beekeeping. And it's because there was a, a death and he caused the death of Iridis. And because of that, uh, the gods, the nymphs, sorry, took away all of his bees until he made the sacrifice of four cows and four bulls. And from their corpses, bees came back and, and everything. In Hittite mythology, uh, their god of agriculture went on this massive crazy killing spree and nothing could grow and animals weren't reproducing and the other gods went out to try and find find them and stop them and it didn't happen. And it wasn't until one of the goddesses, uh, Hannah Hannah, sent a bee out 
was like, hey, B, go find, go find this guy. And the B did, stings him, smears wax on him, and basically like, hey, get your stuff together. So, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. And in Hindu mythology, I mean, the, the love god Kamadeva, their bow is made of sugarcane and covered in bees. Covered in bees! And the, the Mayans, you know, they had uh, Amazon Kab, who is like one of the gods of honey and bees and everything. So bees, y'all, I, I don't know where we went astray. All these ancient cultures worshipped bees, realized their value and everything. And, you know, then bees just kind of went by the wayside. And as we looked at on Tuesday's show, you know, they're starting to come back in the groove and things but uh, too little too late i don't know hopefully not hopefully i mean i'm not saying like build shrines to bees but take care of bees you know do the do the right thing with bees and realize that they're amazing creatures i mean our ancestors thought that and then they were they were right so that that's cool i don't know i don't have a, a question for you i mean do you think bees are cool of course you do hopefully you do so that yeah but make sure you check me out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. You can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. Make sure to check out Hibernation on Kickstarter. It's blowing and going, and it looks awesome. Um, I really want it to hit because I want to get my copies in. So go check it out. But otherwise, that does it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Glorious thing to be healthy, grown up, busy, busy bee, making hay while time is ripe, building up the honeycomb just like tripe.